0: It's a crime. This information has been suppressed this long. Now let's get on with the podcast.
1: Uh, somebody sent me on Instagram. Uh, he, he, he said, uh, Johansson says, starting to grow as hell. Thanks to your podcast. All in, in all capitals, 4-I-U-H-G-H-Norditropin, 200-Tren-E, 250-Sustanon, organon, and then in all caps, DAILY. Uh, what do you think of that cycle, Jorge?
2: Well, that's going all in when we're talking about uh, making gains.
1: That is, that's is—that's all in, you think? Or it's not? Well, 1,400 milligrams of trend per week. I don't think that we can <laughs> possibly go any higher than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I've done uh, 1,400 milligrams of trend per week. I, I was doing... Um, I was doing 225 milligram, three cc, uh, tren, tren, Ace injections, because uh, the tren was 75 milligrams per milliliter, uh, and uh, and I was doing them. I did it for about a week or ten days. I would pre workout inject three cc's of tren. I needed to know what that would do. You know, tren Ace.
2: Oh yeah, uh, so that's a fast acting ester, and that's pretty strong to be on. Uh, I've only have experienced a little bit of what you're saying and it was pretty intense so i can only imagine that not everybody can handle uh high anabolic like that one. That that's
1: true, but some people's bodies are more tanks than others when it comes to being able to just you know like load them up with uh, hormones and shit, and they're a walking pharmacy, and they're still able to do it. I think you, in several areas of your life, have proved that you are one of these steroid tanks yes. that can pretty much just you know you can pretty much handle anything and survive when it comes to anabolics, right?
2: Right. I I I like to say that thankfully enough I will be I come out of these cycles without any side effects and they're still pretty high for for like an average person but steroid cycles and dosages have to come along with your athletic performance you know yeah. so if you're someone that can handle heavy weight or, or intense workout routines you're going to be someone that can handle some amount of anabolics yourself you
1: know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh but this guy, uh Johansson that's doing this this crazy ass cycle. Uh we he sent us some pictures of his physique and he, he looks like he's on this yeah like like he, he looks uh like fucking ripped and uh fucking completely fucking unnatural, like he's uh on a bunch of bodybuilding drugs, don't you think?
2: Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> taking those uh, performance enhancing uh, <laughs> drugs to to a good place. To taking them to the gym and to the to the kitchen properly because he looks lean, uh, uh, he looks lean and he looks big. So he's probably doing it the right way, and you know that you have to keep the intensity high uh, when you, you you or keep uh, if you're gonna do a maintenance period and you go back at, at ease again, you still have to go back and put the intensity back on 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 high uh, speed again. If you're using all of that, you have to put it to work. And it's amazing how the intensity never stops when you're mixing uh, stuff that high. I mean, it's not that much, Royce, when you think about it. It's just a few uh, trenbolone Trembolone and the test and the growth hormone. But the, the few things that he's using, he's using them high. Yeah, That's also okay. the way that I like to do it.
1: Yeah, um, definitely the workouts when you do that three cc's of Trembolone or, or whatever uh, pre-workout. Uh, two hours or so or or i mean you don't even have to say and you know we're talking about extreme shit here guys this is not stuff that is regularly being done you know this is like uh like really for me it was an extreme experiment that i did because i got to be able to walk the walk to talk the talk to you guys on the podcast you know i need to know what the fuck i've i'm talking about because i've actually done it i can't just be like uh talking to you about theory you, you, you know so 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 you know yeah i've done this shit and um uh, you, you know the the workouts the aggression that i would have was uh you know like i was a fucking machine in the gym uh i did that i did that in ukraine uh i took the the trend balloon uh real high like that for about 10, 10 days um and uh, the other thing was that the back pumps that I would get, y- you know, those back pumps you get when you do like squats or deadlifts or rows and shit like that, when you're on a lot of steroids, you know, the yeah. feeling. Yeah, uh, that that it was so bad that I had to lay on the ground for 30 minutes. I'm not I'm not kidding you 30 minutes. And I was like, almost like needed to like scream because the the pain was so extreme in my back. Uh, not, not that I was injured, but because the pump. It was like making my my back muscles like explode. It, it felt like they were going to explode.
2: Yeah, when you're going to close to failure and you lift in heavy weight, you might experience that. Till you get used to handling handling those poundages, yes, along the way. And that's a beautiful thing about bodybuilding. When you reach that performance, it's if you do the right things, it's easy to maintain the strength, and you have to as long as the cycles go a little bit higher the plates have to go higher and that's the way when the dosages actually get lower when you can lift that weight more easily and you have to, you just have the mass and your body can maintain it probably we never come off completely but still with a little bit of test and, and that but giving just help to the body to maintain the mass and the strength is very important but I, when what you were talking about about the trend and going on i can remember uh, when i was training mm-hmm. i stopped because i knew that i uh, should stop uh, weight or reps b- because of my diet or, or because of the muscle but i could have gone like forever like till the muscle exploded like it's unbelievable how you're just invincible yeah, yeah you have yeah, to yeah. use that the right way with nutrition and getting your rest And if you don't know how to turn off that trend intensity, you might have yourself trouble sleeping.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't need as much sleep on trend. It's like five hours a night. It's fine. You don't need more.
2: Exactly. You'll get that so much replenish of the ATP so soon. It's unbelievable how that drug is so potent. That's why you need to be a lot careful when you use it and be aware of your your lip. You're you're pushing yourself a a lot of that way
1: and those effects like not having to sleep and and like uh having extra energy and shit like that resembles stimulant effects so you have to know that this shit's like uh, fucking with your mind big time okay and the other thing is that i didn't mention this but when i was doing that three cc's a trend per, per per day man my fucking blood pressure my blood pressure was it was it was like a like one sixty or something like that. Uh, the top number over like one sixty over eighty or something like that. And
2: when you go to bed and you feel your heartbeat. Yes, in your head you oh, feel your heartbeat yeah, in your that's head. A bad place
1: to be. Uh, you you've had that too.
2: Yeah, I have felt it, bit, but when I have been doing some stupid shit like drinking alcohol and not training and, and that bullshit, but but. Only going high on anabolics, I've also had experience it. If I'm not taking that told me or any kind of like a blood pressure medicine.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that, and then the other thing was that when I was on the, taking the trend so high like that, I was shaking constantly. And I was with this Ukrainian girl, and... Uh, like with
2: with clenbuterol,
1: It was similar to that, because I was on too much trend. I wasn't taking clenbuterol, but I was kind of shaking like this. And she, uh, we were like, uh, you, you know, it... I it was we were kind of like, you know, getting to that point where it, it was going to be like maybe we would be like a boyfriend, girlfriend. And, uh, you know, she was going, why are you sh- always shaking? And, and I was like, I was like, oh, oh well, I'm I'm like uh, excited to see you. And and uh, and then and then she she was like, I think you're on drugs. and And I was like, I was like, no, I'm not on drugs. Uh, but and and I wasn't. But I was on uh, a, a, an uh, outrageous, you know, abuse, abusive dose. I, it was an experiment. But I was on this, you know, amount of steroids that was making it so that people thought, "What's wrong with this guy?"
2: Yeah. When you push, the, when you push your body to that limit, nervous system is going to show them, show it the same way as, as a junkie uh, high on any other stimulant will show it. You're lifting weights and you're eating chicken and rice and, and meat mistakes but but you're also pushing your health and your nervous system so it, it shows it collapses because of, of the intensity is so high that it goes and body and muscles can't keep keep up with this because it's five more times potent than testosterone yeah with trend but your brain can't handle it and as you're sleeping less And you're so powerful, that's why you might be able to be probably, for example, getting like a little roid rage on trend. Yeah. Or or, or just fucking the first fat girl that crosses (laughs) around you. (laughs) Yeah. Those are the the effects that no one wants and make the fucking TikTok boys use a SARM because SARMs are safe. And I'm going to use it without pinning tests test because I'm scared of needles. So let's just use the SARMs. Because tremolin will make you fucking insane motherfucker. Well, if you use it right and only on 300 milligrams, it will make you a pro bodybuilder. Yeah, okay, okay, you're, you're right, you're right, yeah. Uh, you can go to a gram if you're uh, experienced enough or experimenting about it. A really? Gram, the, a gram of trend is not for everybody. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, definitely yeah,
1: yeah, agree yeah, yeah. on that one. And, and, and what you said, 300 milligrams, that's really the dosage where you can go to there and you're okay, and, and you can still be like pretty normal. Uh, but when you start to go higher than that, than 300 milligrams per week, that's when things start to get weird.
2: On this comeback, I experienced that, and I only go to 300 because if not, I started feeling uh, side effects like anxiety, where I'm not, uh, I just can't relax and chill, have this rest metabolic state. As you are on healing every time, you will can Netflix and chill that long. For example, that is, when I started having that side effect, I know I'm going too high. So if I keep your really- heart. No, uh, no. Like I, I can relax. I'm just like. Uh,
1: you can't relax. Yeah, okay. Can, okay, can't okay. Relax.
2: But if I'm on three hundred milligrams and and I need to have like a rest day or something, I I'm totally okay to just stay stay home. Staying home for too many days on your on your bed is also not a good example of of physical health and performance. But you, if you are not able to have two or three days or three days, I think it's enough to be not active if you need to recover after like let's say four weeks of intense training and working right
1: yeah you don't want to be not exercising more than three days a week
2: exactly but uh, when we are on a gram of trend you might notice that you can't even stop for three days
1: okay okay yeah 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 yeah. you just you never want to stop exactly yeah. so
2: right now I'm keeping it thing keeping things on a, on a more stable dosage on this comeback, because I don't want to have negative
1: uh, brain brain side effects. Yeah. yeah, and and that's one of the things too. Is that people think like, oh, you know, I have to be on trend, and it's 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 like a, you know, maybe you will uh, be on be on trend. You know, for the competition. Like, yeah, of course. But uh, on on the other times of the bodybuilding, you know, we can find ways around it. We don't always have to uh, use the the trend. You know, there's there's other things uh, like um, somebody somebody asked this question. Uh, let's just get to this right now. Um, he says uh, Jay asks, "What's your favorite compound for mass?" And we were talking about uh, uh, D ball. Uh, uh, you know, because D ball builds a lot of strength and mass. And you, you can get damn strong on this shit, uh, which builds that fiber mass, and you don't have to use a lot, you know? Like 25, 30 milligrams per day?
2: Exactly. Uh, I've only used one vial of trembolo that I didn't even finish in this comeback. Uh, it's been... Uh, it's been. I, I stopped training completely. I lost everything. I was, like, completely fat and stuff, and, and I just, like, retake training and dieting and bodybuilding exactly about, uh, let's say, um, it's been nine months since I'm returning into training Mm -hmm. but the first six months was completely off everything so I was shredding a a fat a fatness of of like a retired bodybuilder on absolutely nothing not only test boosters and supplements oh really and and dishwashing in the US till I eventually started hosting busing tables and stuff but it was a good place to work and a good experience overall uh, to get money for supplements and your, your gym membership and doing a little bit of bodybuilding in the U.S. But when I started, I was reading the the typical WhatsApp list of the PEDs that your guy that has a friend, that has a friend, sends you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're having to look through the C.P.N.A. aid the, and, the, and the test and the trend. And, and I was looking to the growth hormone and I was like 300 and I was looking at my paycheck and rent and, and all the things that I wanted to make. And I say, okay, it's time for me to go back to Ecuador where I can get pharmaceutical grade growth hormone and... Just probably, and even in this process, I met you here, you, you had the, the big, uh, how can I say, the big will to be such a good friend and trainer that you came along the way to make a podcast. And now that we're discussing mental health as tab- stability and good things, uh, we don't want negative side effects. So we just got trained out of the way and I'm yeah. feeling very good, very good, pretty. I like old school bodybuilding. Remember that Tremble did not was used uh, back then. And Debo, is it was Good popular point. because it brings up your uh, well-being state. If you do it right and don't uh, get liver toxic by doing it too much or mixing it with bad bad food, you have to keep it low on the on the deep fried food and um, get your fats from animals and butter. That's also a thing that I've been com- implementing in this new cycle where I'm keeping mental mm-hmm. health as ste- mm-hmm. as yep. first priority also health with diet and nutrition because you can't be the bodybuilder eating um, crispy rice treats and high fructose corn syrup kind of guy because I even see some property builders which I don't want to say names because I'm so small still but I will do those call outs when I'm big enough and I'll tell you this type of guy that has been four times the men's physique and he's eating rice rice free treats in his car (laughs) Uh, after the workout, you probably be good. I mean, you you can have a treat or a cheat meal. I'm not satan satanizing uh, every fucking uh, cheat cheat calorie. Like I'm a normal human being too. I can have a burger or high product from McDonald's, like barbecue sauce, high producers, bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I prefer to be natural, not kind of this Jeff Side David Lake kale drinking shape type of motherfucker because that will fuck you up. I'm trying to keep it clean, keep it lean, keep it tight, but yeah. with good proper food. And the Uh, the other thing we have you using is. Liver King has some sense to it, but not also that TikTok bullshit. But he's. I mean, he's. We're we're going to leave
1: fucking Liver King out of the steroids podcast. He's a. a (laughs) uh, Yeah, so so, uh, the other thing, though, that uh, you're running is testosterone. And and you know the the thing is is with testosterone like we've said before is, is you can get huge on, on testosterone on, on and it's low it's cheap.
2: I feel perfect on a gram of test. I don't feel no side effects if I'm training and I have the diet. If I'm stressed out or being pushed too much in work or family problems on a gram of test, I feel bad and I have anxiety. But if I'm on a good place, I can do a gram and a half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's such important this the for your well being your surroundings that's why i think people in, go to thailand they have no side effects because people have good community there where they are not uh fighting between each other and sometimes here a lot of people will might also agree on this that we 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 found those, some angry people doing fucking crazy shit on the streets because they're tired of the system are being broken shit but you don't have to take it on with your uh, fellows, citizenships, uh, partners of, of the world, uh, your friends, of your city are the only people that you're going to live with. And if you took trash and do, I mean, yeah, because we were
1: talking about testosterone, and and, uh, and and we're we're talking about we're talking about uh, the test the testosterone dose. Uh, you were saying that like 750 to a thousand milligrams uh, is is that's what works. Uh, that's your favorite dose
2: right now. 750 is also good, but it's what I'm. I can handle in these conditions.
1: Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, because that's what what we're doing. You know, when when somebody's getting trying to do bodybuilding or they're getting ready for a show, whatever they're doing, it's not always under ideal circumstances. It's not un, of, under ideal uh, situation. So we're making it work with, uh, you know, Jorge's situation that, that he's, he's in right now. And, uh, you know, and one of the things that we've been th- talking about with that is... Um, um, you, you know, like how to do uh, bodybuilding and get like big on, on, a, on a budget. And, yeah. and and, uh, and you know, so testosterone dose, that's one of the things that is seriously important here because it's like the cheapest injectable and it seriously works to get you big. If you guys want to be as big as like a, you Ramondino,
2: know, Ramondino, Ramondino did it on Brazil eating Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. started eating eggs and rice. So he did it on Brazil. I'm trying to do it on Ecuador. I have the food. I have the, the anabolics, I just need to focus and one of the hardest things about this life is you make the sacrifices, but if you do it on, on, on the first world, you can not go to parties and drink, but you have your good car, your girlfriend and, and you're chilling and you can go take a trip to Mexico to relax, but here you will spend all your money and your cycle, your roads, your stuff, you can make it to pro, but then you will, of course, eventually till you get international, uh, because I've tried to get sponsored here by protein powders. But can you imagine that in my whole country as it's so small, there's only one guy that monopolizes the whole industry of protein powders. So if if I messed it up by every athlete athlete bodybuilders can understand when I'm saying that things didn't work well with my boss.
1: And the rev saline uh, image of, uh, of uh, but, but, protein. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But but so so you had a little bad experience there, okay. but but uh, so so with the you know the the if you guys want to be going you know pro size like classic physique, um, two thousand five hundred milligrams uh, of testosterone per week. You know, one vial of testosterone per week is a realistic dosage to get a guy. Uh, you, you know, not and not even with taking other, um, either other other supplements. You okay. know, other, other steroids. You could get a guy up to classic physique, you know, pro level competing size with just taking one vial of testosterone per week.
2: One vial of testosterone per week, and if you do that, you have to add some mild anabolic.
1: You, you don't. You, you can just you just uh, that is enough right there. So you
2: can have every other day one mili- one ml shot of test.
1: Um. Uh, it, it, you know, you got to take 10 milliliters of testosterone per week, uh, one 10 milliliter vial.
2: So it's every day. Uh,
1: you, you know, you can take two 5 milliliter injections per week or so. Oh, but oh, this is. You
2: start having 2.5 ml uh, of this and there's you, no problem. You could do that with so testosterone and Yes. You that you had a uh, 500, 500 milligram. Uh, I have, for example, two Primo Stone, 250 uh-huh. milligrams of NFA. I've done it like three or four or six times in my life, and I was like, oh, I did something such a crazy thing. I ejected two vials of the testosterone today, you know. <laughs> I have my dose so much. I'm such a bad boy. <laughs> you know, I do respect like sometimes the forum and stuff because uh-huh. uh, I have taken it up to like 100 milligrams of D-ball to, to uh, shot of t- train every day. And sometimes when I come off of all the stuff, I'm like, Oh my God, maybe that was too extreme. Because I started seeing, hearing to these people that are like talking trash, but I, have, I've, I've, it feels like taking a pre-workout sometimes, being on just a cycle, you know? Sometimes I wasn't mature. I mean, you need, but that's what I was telling you. Like for upping the dose and being on a bio of test, you have to be in a good environment. And sometimes if you neglect some stuff in your personal life, you might have found yourself uh, losing your car and driving the bus. And even in Vegas, when I was dishwashing, sometimes it gets too fucking hot to be on a gram of test. You might fucking die on the street. Mm. When you're a peasant and you're working to a minimum salary and try to be a bodybuilder, you struggle. And a lot of podcast listeners might have a comment on this, and I would like to hear an opinion on them if they're going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's just to some of us. It's just some of us. You have to be young, dumb, and stupid also to make bad decisions and not be careful enough about your budget sometimes we young people start having too much takeout food or too many weed or stupid bullshit and then uh, you you try to have a girlfriend and you just outbalance yourself and after Mm -hmm. this pandemic Mm -hmm. and inflation and bullshit i'm trying just to make things work you know and I, i and i was about to quit this because of the bad reputation that imagine if you, if your first world country bodybuilding has a bad reputation in mine in my, my broke town it, bro- bodybuilding
1: like, has a bad reputation like you're gonna die broke the, oh, that's okay that's uh, in Ecuador that's kind of the way that society is is looking at a, a muscle guy
2: exactly I you struggle but we see some good personalities here I have a friend Tanque army he has given his arm to me. Many times he is uh, the guy here of a good brand of anabolics of a Chinese lab. No, don't gonna say the name of course, but uh, I have many other friends that they train people. I, there's only one uh, pro bodybuilder here of the IFBB, and he trains at my gym and he's squatting 500 pounds. I used to squat 450 for eight reps and I was solid. And now uh, for my uh, stupidity that I was telling you, recklessly I was living, I injured my knee, and now I need a uh, surgery, uh, slight surgery in the meniscus. Uh-huh. And I think I'll be ready to lift out those bandages again so I can get huge, insanely again. Because I really, I, I might give everything I have for this dream, if, even if I, people say that I'm not gonna make it uh, here in Ecuador, if I have to go to Argentina, to Brazil, i'm just going to do it i don't want to be naked on OnlyFans trying to get the money for it i want to be a decent trainer i want to get back on track because since i broke up with my girlfriend i stopped training people online and that's one of the things that i enjoy the most mm-hmm. sharing a little bit of my experience with people clients trying to and now that i have more experience i mean but it all comes along with you you're the guy that keeps like, uh, training me and I learn a little bit more so I can start sharing this a little with my people that also maybe don't know English and I can just translate a little bit. But it's a good experience Over learning more about with PADs with you and how we can go higher to a bio of test that will go happening and we will be able to see it in the next weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, so you've, you've been somebody who has uh, maintained your interest in bodybuilding
2: for a long time because when, uh, when was it that you uh, first started lifting weights? How old were you? I was 15. Uh, I was I was 14 when I wanted to do them, but my father uh, just bought me, like, uh, the iron gym that you put on your door, and I was, like, told to do just do pull pull-ups first because he was scared for my bones and shit, and I was... Okay, because you're growing. He I, you I didn't want to weigh, weigh you down. Okay. I was a jiu-jitsu fighter, and I was kind of good, and he didn't want to uh, cut the dream out of me, champion, black belt.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, so then... Uh, you started when you were 15, and, and did you get a gym membership, or what did you do?
2: Oh, that was funny Sorry, I was selling fat, burnmax fat on a bicycle in Manta, trying to buy my protein powders. I also had a little D- bit Did of you help. have a gym membership? I had a gym membership. I had to work there when high school was over sometimes to sweep in the floor, training some uh, little... Some, some clients that the owner of the gym didn't want to train, he handed them over to me, so I trained them, and I was... 15, so 15, six, no, 16, 16, mm-hmm. because I was a year in the gym, I had already did my first Natty show at, at 16.
1: Oh, you did? That yeah. was at 16?
2: Yeah, I have a picture of that. If I found it, I'll share it uh, soon with you.
1: And, and that was because you were kind of like ripped, like when you first started?
2: Yeah, I was uh, giving all-in into Jiu Jitsu and I was competing okay. at, at yeah, a yeah. young age, so when I quit, uh, finally made the decision to quit jiu-jitsu to full-time bodybuilding, I was like, okay, I'm gonna compete here too, you know. And Nice, nice. Yeah, so you, you came years. at it with a sports,
1: uh, sportsman's at mindset. At 16, I
2: competed with a friend that was 17 or 18, that it's a DJ now here in Ecuador, and he was on deck and test, and I was such mesmerized, and, and, and I was such like, oh my God, you're such a, like, a rebel, like doing this bad stuff. <laughs> But we were competing, we were on TV, we were on, on, on the news, like because it was a big event. Like, you know, like the, it was Mr. Novatos of Taurus. Kevin Lebron is coming to that Taurus gym here. It's uh, the biggest mecca here that we have in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Taurus, good, good shape, good place. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, so, so then uh, did you compete natural anymore or just the, the one time?
2: No, at 16 I competed natural, then I competed, uh, well, I wasn't fully, fully natural, I did some stupid uh, reckless shit with pills, like every teenager, most of uh, huge teenagers squatting 15 pounds, which don't lie like fake natty, or if you're, I'm not going to get into that, but I did uh, touch some muscle growth factor that was supposed to upgrade your IGF on your body and was supposed to be like a mild decap but still was an oral and it was supposed to be not steroid, but it was a dirty supplement. You know, you know what- <laughs> you <mean. laughs>
0: Dirty supplement. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, uh, but I did it for like four weeks. I did it again and I competed, but the times when I competed, oh, now that I remember on that, on that day of the contest, I went to a friend house and he gave me a shot on the leg and on the shoulder. and mean, I think it was wins and test, but I only had one shot that day. And then I the quit. day of the show, when I was uh, sixteen, and my shoulder held, hurt like a motherfucker, I couldn't <laughs> even flex. I was, I was battling uh, my shoulder pain uh-huh. in in the in the contest. The the hardest thing for me was the shoulder pain. While you're posing, and imagine being so dumb and so young that you're scared of doing a cycle for the contest, and then you just do a shot like the night before the contest. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> That's yeah, how my yeah, mind
1: yeah. worked. Yeah, because you were you were like, oh shit, it's before the contest, like you better you better uh, get get like the last advantage or something, right? And and then. And? It, it it kind of blew up in your face
2: we're exposing probably how a fake Natty thinks you know because that's how you get guy on the contest day like an Ulysses guy oh
0: shit shit yeah so
2: yeah. Yeah, hear me out uh, my friend he gave me the shots he's in jail now I hope he gets out soon okay, okay.
1: Uh, yeah <laughs> alright all um, and then so so then you competed uh, nat- natural but then you decided you were going to start taking s- steroids and uh, what you know I, what that was because didn't you get second place at the natural competition so you you were you're like okay fuck this or something
2: yeah 19 years old at mr wyayaqui's things are getting more serious now I'm in college uh, I'm a trainer right now for real to get my supplements on my, on my diet my salmon you know
1: this, this is at 19 19 uh, doing the natural competition yeah but
2: yeah remember half nutty bullshit I only did the pills when I was 16. Seventeen mm. and there's eighteen yeah, and nineteen yeah, yeah. only on test boosters.
1: No injections
2: yet. Uh, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Only the one test shot at the contest when I was uh, sixteen. One shot of yeah, test. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: okay, okay. The one shot at the
0: contest. Yeah, and that's then
2: fucking nothing. And nineteen, I'm on. I'm on a stack of supplements of of three hundred dollars. Clear muscle, Betator. I really like that. When I was an addict, it it. it take the edge off when you're natty mm-hmm. pre-workout glutamine all the good stuff you know and I was looking good I was looking good because you know the few little enhancements that I had and the supplements and my hardcore lifestyle training I was looking mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm, good
1: mm-hmm. and you were conditioned as fuck because you were a jiu-jitsu fighter and now you're you're fucking bodybuilder straight straight over like that
2: but I still didn't, didn't have like the full 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 size so a guy that was with uh, like one cycle in or two cycles he had more hamstrings size so uh, the judges gave it to him we did a lot a hard round of pulsing routines but at the end of the day the judges gave it to him and i was on test boosters and i started and i started throwing chairs around <laughs> yeah man, I, you had
1: um, the natty roid rage I'm so, lucky that, I didn't that, get banned. so that time you didn't take the steroids before the competition right you yeah. you, you didn't take them you just the test boosters exactly
2: yeah
1: <laughs> so you were okay when you took the steroids but the next time you uh, took the test boosters maybe they were spiked
2: Probably. They were from MuscleTech. They were Test, test HD. I took, I, I took serious my Test Booster cycles when I was in uh, If teenager. they
1: were from MuscleTech, I don't think they were spiked. I they, took it they... for
2: three months, bro. Even the Celucor PM, I took it. And it oh, was, okay,
1: okay. Bro, mm. I broke
2: my, my hand bone but because I had a rage when I was on C, celucor, celucor PM Test Booster. That... I took it at night. You were supposed to mm. take it on an empty stomach. That was like amphetamines when I was 18 years old. <laughs> I, I, I used to get I look in the mirror and I, some people say that do, doesn't work but the, uh, the, there's a name of that the plant of test booster Shahidi I don't know there's a oh, weird name of that uh-huh, one. Uh-huh. but I felt it bro. I you, really, fe- you felt it. That it can't be placebo because my skin got a lot thinner and, uh-huh. and the way that I contracted my muscles was from a test booster on the body
1: okay okay yeah yeah so, so it was uh, definitely working for your teenage body
2: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> plus the clear muscle, plus the three scoops of protein a day. I, I was living like a pro bodybuilder. Uh uh-huh, uh
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. But just no steroids, really. Not, uh, not, not yeah, yet. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Till I lost, and I was like, and, I started a cycle like two weeks later.
1: And then what was? Your, <laughs> and then <laughs> what was your your first cycle? What did you start taking?
2: Testosterone, primo okay. Okay.
1: okay, so so pharmaceutical grade testosterone. Yeah. How much per week?
2: Only, I started with only one but
1: one, one, one ampule per week?
2: The first two weeks, and then I upped it to two.
1: Okay, so 250 milligrams per week, and then you upped it to 500 milligrams per week. And uh, did, did, were you taking anything else with it?
2: Winstrel. Winstrel. The first month, uh-huh. the first four weeks. My cycle lasted only three months, my first cycle. It was a test on Winstrel the first month. The second month, it was test and a vial mixed with Trembolone, Masurone, and Propionate. And the third month to close it all, it was test the still the Primo test from fire uh-huh. with a little Primo golden bio, that was called... Primo golden Primo golden. Yeah, uh-huh. remember I have been hearing that Arnold and all of these guys were taking like stacks of bios and bios and bio So I, I run the cycle and in my last bio of Primo and I was thinking would this be enough? But man, I was looking unbelievable, insane after those that cycle. Uh, that was the best days of my life. That's when I. Th- your first cycle. I, for the first time in my life, looking in... The, remember, I was a naughty for like six years, seven years, having all this fake nutty bullshit. Uh-huh. So everybody thought I was doing roids, and I wasn't doing them. And I was sometimes... Because, feel, because you were
1: t- you're talented. I, I so so, so you, people I, thought you were... I couldn't get own. drunk. Yeah, 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 okay. I couldn't
2: get sick because I immediately lost like 10 pounds by pushing my natural health to that state. Every naughty will, will know what I'm talking to you about. So, so it got... Got depressing uh, at that point. Uh, So I said, Why am I suffering that much if I'm not going to commit to it? And when I finally started taking the test for like eight weeks, it's 12 weeks, 12 Uh weeks. So on the the week 10 to 12, I was a different person. I was a different person. I was so full. The lines that you could see on the muscles of, of maturity of a six person that's been training for six years that's something golden. That's when you do see, like, that's bodybuilding. That's because it's not, you can, people that talk trash says, well, it's all steroids and, and, and supplements and you're just growth hormone and eat. Or you can do a mass blast. If you do that type of shit, you might be looking like a bubble in, in three weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. good shit takes time. You're sculpting on a sculpture, man. Yeah. We're talking about Greek gods over here. I, th- in those times, PDs and supplements didn't exist. And how did they, they ex- ex- sculpted that? Because they existed men like that that were eating fish and steak and lifting rocks.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they were eating testicles too. Uh, like, like, so they were getting testosterone. They were getting fucking steroids, you know, from eating those testicles from the bulls. Oh. <laughs> yeah. okay. So, so they, were, they were on a little bit of steroids. Yeah, yeah.
2: A little bit like oral type of... Uh, uh, they they could have get from the animals, yes, 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 that's how they got strong, back then with animals organs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's
1: okay, so speaking of primabulin, um Jorge, have you used um u g l primabulin that was high quality
2: well, yeah, I don't know if I can say the name of the brand that I use. You don't need to say the name, but
1: just let's just like discuss because I kind of want to talk about UGLs and like our experiences with them. We don't have to talk about the brand names, but we'll we'll just talk about, um, you know, our experiences with some of the compounds.
2: Okay. well, this one was from a lab that was supposed to be good and I got it from a good source that had already tasted. And I have already tasted their previous vial of them with the with the blend that had. The uh, tren, Mastron, and propionate. So and and that, cut mix. Yeah, and and it was good. It mm-hmm. was really good. I think the winchell was also of them. So this was the third bio that was I was going into them, this lab.
1: Now primable.
2: Now and now was, was primable. I had tasted like five of, of their no four of their of their anabolics. So I, I had tried a fifth one and it was a primable and and it was very good because. It filled me up, uh, very good. It helped maintain the eight weeks that I had going on.
1: You were it, dieting uh, at the time.
2: Yeah, I was doing a strict uh, bodybuilding diet. Of course, getting my protein, my carbs, and uh, the fats.
1: Okay, so so you you weren't like in a calorie restriction.
2: But that time I was in, or or in maintenance, or gaining a, a, a little bit, at a little bit at a time.
1: And how much did you take to get an effect?
2: I used to get. The, you only did like two emails a week to three emails a week, yeah, because it lasted only uh, about four weeks. The vial.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so you're doing low dose, but you got a good effect from it. So it must have been really potent, Primobulin. Um, you know, me, I've I've had potent UGL primobulin too. So a lot of people ask me uh, when they're doing phone calls with me, they they ask me. Uh, uh, well i really want to run primobulin but i don't have a pharmaceutical grade source for it and so that they say like so it's it's hopeless right and and i'm like i'm like no 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 it, like like uh you know there's good ugl primobulin out there i've had that experience uh, my first time using Primabulin was with a ugl uh, but it was a ugl made, that was made on professional uh, medical facilities and and so uh you, you know you, you got to look for a good UGL, you know, uh, it, and if you find a good UGL, stick with it. Like, uh, remember, you were saying um, that, uh, you know, you had a good experience with a couple different, a few different uh, vials uh, of different substances from that lab, and then you uh, tried the Ball and it was good.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, what about Anavar? UGL Anavar? Yeah, UGL <clears throat> Anavar
2: had an experience when I got up to taking to seven to, to to 10 pills a day to, you know, test it and and, and I got pretty good effects. Uh, I run it from like five days on a high speed because it was like a, a gift from the guy that was selling it to me. So I had this uh, little box of Enerbar with with 50 pills mm-hmm. and they were there were some white little square pill and they were potent. They, they, I mean, it was a lean gain tissue. It was like no side effects. I could still... Uh, I, I went like into a, a party into in one of those days and it was a good experience. I so it felt good, felt energy. Uh, yeah, I didn't feel no side effects by taking it at a high dose. But it worked.
1: Have you ever had bunk anivar? Or, mm. or anivar that was like fucked up?
2: No, I, I've always... Uh, I don't get that much risk into something that I know that it might be not that kind of good. Because I know that I'm only gonna do a little and for a little time sometimes. So I, I try to get some good stuff. So, so
1: all the Anovar that you've ever had, it has been legit. It, it's been high quality anavar and it's all been UGL, right?
2: Uh, Is that what you're saying? Exactly, <laughs> I haven't got it from the pharmacy. And it ha- that I haven't done word too many times. Well, that's uh, pretty
1: good for South America, don't you think? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, here in South America,
1: we have we good like stuff. You get good stuff, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so, what about... In, have you ever had any uh, bunk steroids or legit steroids, well, fucked up steroids? I,
2: I, I, do, I do know a brand that they do have some potent uh, roids, but sometimes I notice that... Uh, it could be a little bit more strong you know
1: like one batch versus another batch
2: yeah for example that but or or it depends like in some brands they're very potent and in others they're very mild and in other brands they're just like all the same you know or they have each their own potency as they're supposed to be and if there's a brand that they say or for example there there's a word on the street that it used to be a lot better back then and it got a little milder or Uh uh along uh the way you know to make more profits or something
1: yeah once you get the name the reputation out there (laughs) lowering the product quality yeah
2: yeah. (laughs) so you you, but you still can uh, survive when it's like for example necessary for like two weeks or two weeks you you run out of you run it for a little bit and then you go back to your other source and you still have no side effects
1: so so me on the other hand man uh, I've actually had a lot of bunk UGL steroids or, like, weak UGL steroids. Um,
2: well, you started I, a long time before me and at that time in the U.S. it was a lot harder. I, you've been it, using it,
1: steroids for, like, a decade, man.
2: About the same <laughs> as me. I, I, I mean... For, well, you started, like, four... To, to,
1: I
0: was older. You started years. at a young age.
2: You started four years before me, I okay. think. Okay, okay, okay. Right? Probably. <laughs> well, I don't know. You have to go to a to a good source, to, 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 to the highest... Uh, place you can get it. because online you it's, it's pretty risky you know
1: yeah yeah well y- you know i think if i had to say what how do most people in the world get steroids probably online
2: yeah that's a huge mistake or for example a huge mistake people's making right now is taking sarms that they sell them in america or somewhere else and they take them without tests because they think that a SARM uh, only with a PCT of a test booster is going to be good enough. But playing with your test levels and your, and your testicles like that ain't no good.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, SARMs just – you know, the, the one weird thing about SARMs is they have had no long-term testing, right? Because they're research chemicals. They're new drugs. So it's like with the steroids, you've got like a – you know, how long have steroids been? Around 80 years And you you have all this, you know, knowledge on what happens to people when they take these things. But with uh, SARMs, it's like, here's this new chemical, buddy. Um, There's no testing. So, hope you're okay. Hope you're okay 10 years from now.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a huge thing worldwide. Not only in America, like Canada, like China. They're making these SARMs. They're making uh, propaganda for people to take them without tests. And this will ruin you without tests. And... I don't know how these people always find the new way or the new forum when this guy (laughs) finds the way to finally do this without test. I know. (laughs) And it will still crash you and and fuck you up even when you dry your balls, even than the worst high dose steroid cycle that you will think you will get uh, side effects from you will destroy yourself even more by using yeah. the stupid f- the thing that you read online of how to get strong and big and lean with not pinning yourself because you're scared of needles the
1: next new big thing right to get jacked and ripped right it, it's always it's always the next big new thing you know and and it's like motherfucker motherfucker you know what the way that the golden era guys did it is the way to do it okay it's it's been around the way to do it has been around for a long ass time so if you talk to anybody who's saying i got the new shit Tell him to go fuck off you, you know he got some new type of steroids. he got some new type of 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 dieting or training and shit no you uh, like the the dudes who are doing it right are the dudes who are doing it the way it's always been done. you know you know like don't you know Mr. Olympia, your hero didn't use the new uh SARm or the new steroid or the new peptide right he He used the the you know the shit that has always been being used. So for these guys, that, you know, because a lot of guys that listen to the podcast, you know, they're, they're trying to uh, really become a, a serious bodybuilder, you, you know? Uh, that, so that's why they're like, listen to this podcast. And, uh, you, uh, you, you know, for, for you guys that want to get big like that, it's like you need to stick to the basics, the shit that works, testosterone, Deca, D-ball, equipoise, primobolin, anadrol, Winstrol. Uh, Anivar, you, you know, yeah, uh, growth hormone, that's pharmaceutical grade. Uh, don't, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why
2: we're here, Dan. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm glad to be here. You're uh ultimate guide to Roy's uh, professor. And I, that's how I learned of all of those compounds and how to run them high and how to keep my diet good because you have answered a lot of questions that I have had on how to get my carbs higher and when to put them being able to grow you're helping me with a simple method of the insulin protocol during workout intra workout and i think in the long term if we just found a way to make those nutrients uh, each time uh, healthier or, or leaner like uh, with a supplement uh, good uh, that we if i can get later into that then i know that i will found, uh, I need to win my, my contest, you know, that's the only way that I will finally earn the sponsorship that I need to go to Brazil and Argentina because in those places we do have some good quality around my age, that So these guys are huge. And uh, what steroid stack are you taking right now? Right now I'm running a test, a sustenance of Winstrel and d but uh, I just- How much and what kind? This is from, what kind of? Uh, 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 like,
1: nevermind, like, uh, never mind. Never mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. the, the D-ball, the D-ball is pills, right? And the Winstrel is injections?
2: Yeah, Winstrel is injections. But I just, uh, just to, to today, I uh, injected my my third shot of Winstrel vial injectable, and it's very good because I tested on my triceps, because I got it from my, you know, legitimate source that I know my, my guy, my top G.
1: And you have an interesting method of injecting your triceps. Yeah. So, so, uh, a
2: friend taught that method to me. A good bodybuilding friend told me the highest place on your tricep between your lat and tricep. There's basically in your armpit. You know, I'm gonna say the word in Spanish because I I don't want to get you you guys to get this word wrong, and you go and translate it yourself. But the word that my trainer friend said it was Mm cartilago. So there's a cartilago over there where you can even inject long esters and it will be good to just uh, right, right in the
1: develop your tricep. The, the, the tricep, right where the tricep starts
2: in the armpit. What? Practically, it's almost on your armpit. It's yeah. kind of crazy, but you, you don't be experimenting with that like a jackass. Sometimes I don't... You got
1: to make sure that shit's clean as fuck with alcohol. I
2: don't speak long enough about it. Because talk
1: about bacteria, bro.
2: One time I told, <laughs> I, I told a guy that I showed my triceps and that I rotate between glutes, quads, and, and triceps. And this guy went and injected his arm like like in the bone or whatever. Like, like He said, okay, tricep is here. And he, wherever he thought the tricep was, he just stick a needle into it. And he got a lot worse over the days where that oil wasn't a place where it shouldn't be. I also had another client that I told him, yeah, shoot my quads, and the guy like shoot the needle like on a movie like scene that he would have saw seen and just injected whatever he he, he could possibly put the needle in. Oh oh, he, he didn't he, he didn't even know like where he just slammed the needle in. Exactly, you have to like anatomically know into the muscles. I mean, like I am no surgeon and I am no doctor, but any. Normal, uh, decent, brain-developed, uh, good stu- studying human being, like an applicant student, you know, like a good student mm-hmm. that really does its homework, can uh, learn the process. And if you can't, you can still find a good nurse or somebody. But if not, it's not that hard to learn the protocol to inject your own self and not hitting any nerve, any veins, and, and having no damage. Very rarely, because I know the spot, because I've done it for like four or five six years now i don't know why i'm not sure about the years but i you know have had long stops so very rarely i had a spot that's not good and then i'm like okay uh, I, I should not shoot it in there because this needle doesn't feel good or is like staining too hard sometimes you hit a fat uh how do you call this a fat the sale fat a deposit yeah, yeah that will hurt like a bitch and will get uh, purple uh-huh. A purple circle but you, you'll recover from that very quickly you, uh, very rarely I will you can see me on the videos or in the stories or whatever with a purple stain because I hit something uh, with, with a needle but if not you will see me good they will, won't get infected I don't have acne I'm not getting bald You can come and check my my testicles if you want. No, no, no. no, 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 I'm not saying it to you, coach. I don't want to. I'm not doing it like that. Because I'm going to share this podcast to the society here on Ecuador, to the people of fitness that they want to come along the way to this game train and tune in their cycle for this 2023. If you don't want to be a low test, uh, being sad, depression, (laughs) I'm not going to say the rest. If you don't want to be... A, a puppet of the mainstream, and, I, and I'm also not gonna say the people in charge but like
1: this. <laughs> dude, dude. Uh, so with somebody asked a question. They said uh, they they said, "Have you ever heard of someone breaking out from hives from a steroid lab? I got this new lab I've been trying, and a week later, I keep breaking out in hives." I was also sick a few days before and taking all kinds of antibiotics. Yeah. So this dude sent me a picture of his arm, dude, and, and it was like, it, it was like a, it looked like he had chicken pox or something like this, okay. like his entire arm.
2: Okay. That, that's a pretty sad situation. Well, me, look at this, for example, I, I know that DECA is neurotoxic and i have been in places where I've been mixing DECA with alcohol and, and, and bad hard drugs. And I've been vomiting and getting sick and very having like a flu of a feeling of a kind of like flu symptoms, but throwing up and, and crazy diarrhea, I had like a stomach infection. I had, I had like I decomposed myself in every single organ had was collapsing on my body, you know, and you can get really sick on steroids if you are not healthy enough. but. The thing that you could also be saying is that you could be healthy completely, don't do any stupid shit, and you just have one shot of that uh, thing and you say, What the fuck is this? Airplane gasoline or what the fuck? But this is not uh, what it's supposed to be. And that's the <laughs> worst thing that can yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That if fucking sucks. And you inject sucks. an oil that's not yeah, yeah, steroids yeah. or testosterone or, or you, you know, that they have to, it has to be the, the purest pharmaceutical grade that you can get, bro. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's happened to me. I've got fucked up. You know, I've got, you've seen my fucking, you know, 12-inch scar on my fucking leg.
2: You were in Colombia. Those fuckers tried uh, to d- make d- everything generic. But, 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 but I, know, but, I a mean, lot of look, look, at, to my look at my scar. Friends. Look at my scar right now, okay? Yeah. What do, you, what do you think of that? So that's how it started with, 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 with bad just, substance that was not it, supposed it, what it's supposed to be? Um, that's how it, it got it going? I mean, do you yeah,
1: have it? Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I you know, I injected it uh, from a bad vial. All right, so we got a question here. Daniel asks, I'm vaping during contest prep. Is this destroying my progress? Have you b- been a nicotine user during contest prep?
2: Yeah, I can understand. i have a nicotine junkie also as well. So I, I, I've been there quitting tobacco and then just using a lot of vapes too. If, if you are doing cardio and eating well and lifting and... High supplements, if it doesn't affect you, I mean, on the long run, you you can do that for like three years in a row. But if you do it for some for three months and then stop and then do it again, I didn't have not that much problems with vaping as a difference that with smoking a pack of cigarettes. I did notice that on my resistance on my cardio. Okay, but vaping was okay. Yeah, Uh yeah, you can get a lot of fun if you get into vaping with with playing around with those. nasty juice stuff you know Mm -hmm,
1: yeah um so did it help you during your cut because i mean nicotine is a uh appetite suppressant
2: yeah of course i mean that much smoke or vape it will mess you up uh, your stomach you you have gastritis problems or so if you're with handling that and it tastes fucking like candy so if you're chugging that smoke like 24 seven, it will fuck you up completely. You will fucking vomit, that's for sure. But if you're doing it slow, uh, yes, it's good to chill and, and, and to calm craves and appetite. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Like, like, but don't don't keep it like the modern day, how do they call it, uh, for like the baby things that they use. It will lower your test. I mean, we're using a lot of tests. I don't know what to said on myself, but just don't, don't make it a long term
1: advice. Uh, All right. And then, uh, we'll get to another question here. Drew asks Hey, I have a pinning question. I pin my glutes, and usually the needle slides in like butter, but sometimes it feels like I'm pushing through layers of something, like muscle, and it pops through each layer. Would that be scar tissue? I've also had a few pins that just not up really bad.
2: Yeah, I understand. Well, you gotta understand that pro bodybuilders get deep deep tissue massage very frequently. Mm -hmm. And you you can run cycles after cycles and grams after grams on the same spots. You will eventually do will be scar tissue and you will uh, break.
1: Do you have scar tissue? Uh,
2: For example, I have always take good care of myself That so not for example I don't have shots on the shoulder that much, uh, or I have had like a couple for to make a funny video or for for an appearance or in a look, one day. But if you're running constantly on your shoulder, you will damage it. Everybody knows that you will break it you will destroy it like the muscle fibers the definition is not going to be there if you keep injecting on the side delt the know? yeah 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 that's the horrible and most horrible way to fuck up your shoulders is to inject the side delt uh, another one
1: is the outside of the quad right there that like fucks up the feathering
2: yeah exactly so you you have to go high if you're going to inject the quad uh, not that low yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes i experimented injected some kind of uh, amino acids that are, they're supposed to be amino acids, they're good. And they have uh, like B vitamin and electrolytes and amino acids supposedly, and they like hydrate the muscle. And with, with that, I experimented a little bit with the, in the outer, outer head of the tricep or in the feathers of the quads. And It was good. It kind of helped me feel out a little bit, you know, but it was not synthol, it was no, not side enhancement, but in my skinny ass before insulin and growth hormone, it helped a lot on the, on the first cycle.
1: How how often do you rotate injection sites?
2: Uh, of course I, I L-
1: like one one week. That's what, why I kept What, my what is cycles.
2: the? I have been keeping my cycles very slow in the past because you know I, I quit completely. I was completely fat and fluffy, so I knew that those muscles will be destroyed if I will start running grams on that fucking ass. Couldn't even handle a chair for two hours. Uh-huh. being stand up for two hours so i had to build my strength along the way sometimes i, w- I was looking at the vial or l- and the needle and i was like damn i'm craving so much or i would like so much but i have no spot left i don't know if you have ever felt that uh
1: so, so yeah 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 because you've, you you've taken enough steroids and, and and you there's no more spot to take steroids anymore yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good yeah good i've mind. experienced
2: that yeah exactly so you it's it's like any kind of health but it's it's you need to have a coach for that, you know. That, you, for example, you you told me like glutes, Oh, we even got into the. Ven- Can you say it because v- s- Say like an asshole. Uh, the ventral glute. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. On the side of the hip. Yeah,
2: ventral glute, mm. and it helps you if you want to get the Olympia type of look of the classic guys or the or the open guys or or even the side of glute or leg or hamstring. Uh, it all starts with also injecting your ventral glute. I, I believe mm-hmm. because there's no other way that. There's a lot of people also talk that there's not that much of local growth if of the spot that where you inject. And it, it doesn't have much to do. But if you only do your cycles on the glute, you will start looking like a freak.
1: Yeah, your glutes will definitely grow. <laughs>
2: like, over time. Yeah, 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 yeah so, yeah. so that's definitely not a good idea to only have two muscles that you will run your grams for life
1: uh uh-huh. uh-huh.
2: so if we have to look at the guys that have done it for years and not have no side effects at all because if you look at dexter jackson in his last years of competing you will you won't be able we all not there to say he has a scar tissue or he's been messing too many injections on that part or that spot over there or that part over there so there's do a brilliant and proper way to do it that you have to find them so so
1: how it. often do you hit the same spot like
2: I try to wait till it doesn't. It doesn't hurt that much. Okay. Right. Okay. Another, another gram. Sometimes I've made mistakes and I've been able, didn't been able to walk because like my 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 leg is giving up on me. Like I have had days that I have couldn't even be able to stand up of my bed because I had my short leg so short and I have had a gram inside of there and 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 it was just like with a new tissue building and with the gram falling over there and I was I was just I had like fever because of the pain but sometimes the sacrifices that you have to make, and I was, I couldn't, that was on my first cycles, of course. As long as you get, you get stronger along the way, you will appreciate when it doesn't hurt also as well, because you get stronger with roids, you won't feel them that much as long as the way, and that is also when you're more uh, prone to injury. If you're not feeling the grams and grams and you inject the gram in your tricep, and then you go to pump your tricep like a motherfucker, you might pop it off at the gym. <laughs> A lot of pro bodybuilders have had that problem. And I, uh, well, it n- wasn't like that, but I have popped the shoulder and I popped the knee. So the shoulder I fixed it without surgery, the knee does need surgery. I can bench 315 without surgery and my shoulder is fine now, but I do need, need to fix my knee to go back to squatting four or five or 500, the lift or the, the, all that good stuff to get the thickness and get all juicy, back on track, so I can go to Olympia Amateur, or Arnold Classic, whatever, uh, Arnold Classic Amateur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any kind of contest. Uh,
1: uh, so when you're, when you're pinning, th- this guy Drew, he was saying sometimes it slides in like butter, but sometimes it feels like he's pushing through layers and it pops. Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. Do you, you get that?
2: If I you, get that. If you have that, you won't press the needle and you immediately, Retri- retreat. That's how you do it. Yeah, for sure. You will never. If it feels like butter, it's the right place. Or you know what? You also have to focus. Sometimes where to to. I noticed something. If you go through the rubber more than one time, that needle is destroyed. It will. It will. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It that will, that, that shit will break. hurt like a bitch. Yeah exactly. Sh-
1: yeah yeah. If you look at it microscopically, like like a microscope on the tip after you've used it, it it's it's like it's all like jagged and like twisted and shit. You know
2: exactly exactly for example i've heard uh, this guy youtuber guy telling his audience that i quit uh, he was a property builder at 25 and he had many infections along the way and he was like yeah in bodybuilding is pretty common to get infections of your shots because i mean you don't have what to be fuck? yeah you i know that you don't have to be all highly minded that i'm the guy that doesn't make mistakes but you don't have to also make common or like it's okay to make mistakes, like get infected. I mean, if you're all sweaty at the gym and you don't even put alcohol and you don't clean the vial and you fucking inject and you, you infect your, yourself by doing that kind of like, that ain't common like that. I, I haven't had that not one single time. Only one time I did a, a tragedy of a and I went to, into a pool and got a little bit red in the next day. So I, I checked my medicine, I stopped training. I put alcohol, I bathed myself. And thanks to God, it, it went out really quickly. But you have to be responsible with your injections, and I bet you you, you won't get into a problem with that. Oh,
1: what about, uh, do you ever have problems with, uh, like, when you inject the steroids, um, does, it, does it ever, like, come oozing back out? Like, the oil comes oozing back out. <laughs>
2: I have called like my coaches and sources and a lot of, and even you, I think I've called, <laughs> bro, am I wasting this expensive tremble on road hormone because uh-huh. I see blood coming out. And you told me well, when you push it in, in there, there's like a canal. it's uh-huh, uh-huh. like a tunnel. A uh, tunnel, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, yeah. So now what I do is you definitely don't have to contract any type of nothing while you're doing it. That will guarantee. But when you're doing, for example, if you're doing equipoise or you're doing anadryl and you're doing a gram of tests and you're eating a lot of steak, you're gonna get into the wigs so and you fill that with blood and eventually a little bit of blood will come out after you get the injection. And if you're that juicy and you're uh, like that, you just need to be even more careful and just uh, have a rubber, uh, no, I mean cotton with, with alcohol. I, I mean, properly, I don't know how the word in English, but there's a word in Spanish. You use your turunga, you have it clean and you, you know, immediately put, like, like a doctor would do it, you know. Yeah,
1: what, what I do uh, when I, if I, right after I finish any injection, the first thing I do when the needle comes out is I take my fist and I slam it into the injection site and then I go like, like, you, you know, like, like grinding my, uh, grinding my fist a little bit into the injection site. No blood, no oil comes out. That solves the problem.
2: Well, yeah, that you, 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 you've proven to be strong, so I, I know that you, you can immediately probably massage an area after you get was injected. I have to wait a probably a couple hours. But, <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah, for example, one time I had a massage too soon of deep tissue and I had a lot of spotting pains. and Oh. I mean, they
1: massaged the injection site.
2: Yeah, massaging the injection site is the best way for it to release and not getting the scar tissue and, and proper making it good again to for receiving another shot. You know, you have to make room for it in a way. You have to prepare the, the tissue. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so you've done trend
1: only before and... What do you think of that experience of, the, of using only... Trend City? Trend, yeah.
2: Oh, that was a, that was a crazy spot because, you know, uh, only bodybuilders that have... Th- th- this is this not even discussed, and if you talk to a doctor, he will tell you that this doesn't exist and that you will die, but if we go into the dark... I mean, this, this might even be... I don't know if we might give this out for free to the, to the audience, but... If they have been sticking in to this point and they're, they're to this audience that's only audio, I don't know if they might get this for- for you say? like the Dorian type of back, like well, you, you, sometimes you, you can't get that look on the last three weeks uh, because there's many type of protocols when you well, cut everything like cold turkey, like even test, but still maintaining a good injectable. Sometimes Masteron, you told me that it will make you look flat if you run it too high and only Masteron on the last days and we the not but but the trembling, doing that, having that as an as an experience or, or as an experiment, well, the, the mental sharpness of, or the state of of, you can only live on chicken. Did, did you feel like shit? Sometimes I, I did feel like it was a lot hard, but I, I just felt like uh, invincible or, or like uh, I could handle it. It was nice, but on uh, the last days, it was it was really pretty intense. Like I was feeling like uh, like like, kind of empty, like, yeah, like couldn't feel yeah, yeah, yeah. any type of emotion yeah, or yeah, anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I know that feeling, too. That's pretty sim- co- common for, like, whenever you don't have testosterone in Like Like, if, if you're running any kind of cycle and there, there's, like, no testosterone, this, like, empty feeling. Like. Man, I
2: used to have a picture of the look, that we, the look that we achieved by that last week, running only premium Indian pharmaceutical type of grade, triumbalone, acetate, bio... And there were a glass, uh, one glass vial each vial, so you had to pop it and use it. And I was using one vial each day. The last way, day, so I used seven vials in seven days. And and it, it, it feels good. It feels good to to do that. Uh, you can experiment with that if you can handle it. And if you've done it, you could understand yeah. how the, that feels.
1: Well, each guy's contest prep is is different. You know, it's it's, it's like. Your you, your body reacts one way to and you need the different um, meds in uh for, for pre contest and then another guy, he might need a completely different protocol. Yeah, so Yeah, so
2: that's with carbs and, and and with how you load up on the how, those last days, how how that is it called? Uh carb loading. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So when you are dieting for the contest, because I remember, uh, you know, uh, earlier we were talking and you were saying that your car, your coach uh, for gear or for training or something was saying like uh, he's not going to give you a diet because he knows you already got that down. So so the, the contest prep dieting uh, that you that you, that works for you. What is it?
2: Well, I, I just do this carb cycling stuff where I start having these low carb days, mm-hmm. these medium and high carb days. But I don't like to have more than two low carb days on a row. And it, I start eating pretty clean. I start having cheat meals every, every 10 to 8 days. Sometimes when I can't handle no more after the workout, I have a, like a little bit of ice cream or cookie or whatever and then go back to the rice and chicken. And I use no oil, I use only palm. I, I, I have a little bit less of yolks. I have like no cheese. I have like no, no sauces, like no, no sugar, and a lot of water and just like start cleaning the calories. Like also keeping the fats clean, I'm no, not no going too crazy on the fats and just clean protein source and, and just the rice, pretty much pre-workout and post-workout. And That's oat, your carb, oat rice,
1: that, oatmeal?
2: Yeah, a little bit of oatmeal, a little bit of rice, and um, I didn't use that much carbs when I was cutting back then, but now I know. Heard,
1: and I, the protein that works for you uh, during your, your cutting diet is eggs and chicken?
2: Yeah, that I've been resourceful that way. I, I, the, the, those are one of my highest protein sources when I'm contest prepping, but also meat. Also meat... Also tuna, but when, when I'm going closer, tuna I use it a little bit or just like a last resource. But I use protein powder a lot also. Oh yeah, whey yeah. protein. Yeah. I try to cut it on the last days of the contest because even Dexter used to do that. He wasn't afraid to go on the uh, Olympia thing, the meat and prep that they do, the expo. Uh, he wasn't afraid to go to the stand of the booth of the company that was a sponsorship at uh, that time. And he said, well, you know, I'm like three days out, four days out, you know, I can't have that protein shake because that will make me retain liquid or lose my lands or my definition. And though that opinion will vary between coach and coach and between athlete and athlete because there's two people that we've seen nowadays on this influencer that they post the last contest prep days and they do have the protein intake uh, on the last days so that, that that can be a different opinion between everybody and you know but from my first-hand experience and knowing my body if I take the protein powder out and just um, start living on, on meat on my first contest I was in high school bro and I was natural and I was eating just this meat made by made with water I had no experience <laughs> remember but my, my, my coach was also like somebody that had not that many experience, he was a, a guy from Colombia and he was telling me these crazy approaches and stuff and I used to follow him on everything and I was so extreme on that. I was eating only tuna in, 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 with lime and at the Reese's and I got so dry. I used to Tuna have, with lime? I used to have a picture of that, that contest. That tuna, was from, of, tuna from a can yes. with lime? Yeah. That's the only thing you ate? Yeah, at Reese's in high school. Did, with 16 did, years you, old. did you say Reese's? 17. Re- recess uh, of, of like how that's how you call the break at school at recreo. That's how. Oh, it, oh, okay, okay, okay. Recess. Yeah, yeah, and, and and
1: so did you eat anything else on this diet, or it was just canned tuna?
2: Yeah, it was canned tuna, and it was the chicken that they used to sell at the pueblo, like 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 like, like a pollo, like three dollars el pollo entero, y half medio pollo gratis. Uh, have a chicken. You have, you get a chicken, then you get half chicken free, and it's supposed to be.
1: One and a half chickens.
2: The chicken that yeah, is like... Yeah, a, the
1: rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so you would eat one and a half chickens? And
2: I will eat primarily, most of the time, the breast with water. That's how I choke my breast when I can't handle it no more. I just, like, chew it a little bit and then immediately drink it with Diet Coke or water. I don't drink that much Diet Coke post-work. I only drink Diet Coke if I have drank plenty of water.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah you are a huge water drinker. You drink like a... Like what, like five liters a day or?
2: Yeah, I like to keep the water in. That's how you become a bodybuilder, you have to drink your water.
1: Yeah, well a lot of uh, Golden Era bodybuilders are big water drinkers. You know they're always big on that? Yeah man. (laughs) Like, uh, I've I've seen some people make fun of the, the guys that carry a gallon water jug around the gym, but I actually think that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm like, that. you know how some people be like, oh, uh, he's being a, uh, trying to be a gym stereotype or something, right? Carrying the gallon jug around. I'm like, no, motherfucker, this guy's got his water going on.
2: Yeah, you just have to be clean with your recip- re- recipient or your bottle or whatever and clean it after you're done, get a new one. And if you have to refill it once while you're at the gym, uh, in the filter or whatever, it's probably to get good water source, you know. Nowadays we have this crazy thing that they're trying to push us this this dirty water, this tap water. So we have to be still. It, it. Yeah, don't drink tap water. <laughs> no, that's for sure, uh, bro. I've seen this fitness influencer guy. He's like two years younger than me. Every girl loves the fucking guy because he's like on a grandma trend. and I mean, I'm kidding. He's dedicated. He's dedicated, but he's obviously not natural. But he he. Makes himself look like a natural, or that he okay, okay. His, his diet. So He's that's a fake why natty. it's kind of like a fake natty, yeah. Okay, but he started his day. I don't know what where the, the fucking continent he is, but I can guarantee you, it's not safe to drink from from the, the 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 sink like that. I mean, yeah.
1: Well, you know, there's 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 stuff in it. There's there's chemicals. A lot of times, the government is putting fucking chemicals I mean, in the I know, water. I mean, I
2: know that you won't die if you don't do it, but it's just that I, I don't know if. I think that I'm those type of people that believes in the God, health, and, and and the third eye and the eating mushrooms sometimes. Yes,
1: yes. If you drink that shit, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna cover up your fucking third eye, right?
2: But, I mean, you have to be beware also of the Teflon as pans. You have to use only cast iron and oh. no plastic containers type of on the microwave. I, I'm big into that stuff.
1: You oh, know? you are, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, especially, because, but I do because brush my teeth. Probably from when you were a natty, you were you were like uh, really all over that, right?
2: Boosting my test. That, for yeah. example, I read in a forum that the, I did some stupid shit like garlic boost your test, or that peanut boost your test. But I read in a forum the things that on boost your test or things that might crush your test. Your test, for example, I read in a forum when I was in college that the, every uh scent dispenser, like aromatizer, that is in every place that will lower your test and i read that on a on, a, on a, like a test forum or, or <laughs> how to keep your test up uh-huh and th- there were a lot of things sometimes i think that even shampoo was mentioned there or i don't know what other yeah like so, fucking everything is lowering no, your no, testosterone no, it, it like was, it's true no, like
1: fucking everything for it was natural
2: eight things <laughs> that boost your test and eight things that lower your test it was uh-huh. like like a men's health Magazine ad, but on, on on the internet that I read when I was in high school because okay. I was concerned to get or like typical boy that wants to keep his test yes. high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, you're you're not actually injecting test. So, so yeah. What what what, what was I was going with that uh, thing of the magazine on the test? Well,
1: you're you're talking about oh the
2: the, the 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 structure of hormones of the aromatizer. So it was just a thing that I read to to be a big and strong when I was in high school. But nowadays that I'm 26 and I watch these doctors on uh, these people, they do say that they cause hormonal disruptors. Yeah.
1: yeah hormonal uh, and, disruptors. and if you
2: watch at the office beach, of, or, or, I'm sorry. If you watch at the office people or the office guy that is 24, seven inhaling this stuff, you can, you can probably confirm that he probably might have a lower. All
0: right. So that's going to be the last uh, question for the podcast today. It was fun talking to you guys. And, uh, I'll be coming up with another episode for you guys uh, real soon here, so make sure you go pick up Ultimate Guide to Roids, 109-page ebook by Dan the Bodybuilder from Thailand. You know, if you just go to bodybuilderinthailand.com, dot com, it's uh, I think I think it's the first article on the homepage where you can check it out and read like 20 pages. It's definitely worth it. It's my best content. You know, if you like the podcast. The book will blow you away.